Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the truth when it comes to cardio. So this question was sent in uh, by a listener like you. If you have a question that you would like to have answered here on this show, you can submit your questions on my Instagram story every single Sunday. So my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And on Sundays, I post a question box on my story that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to ask as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. I'll answer them shortly on my Instagram story and then here in long form in detail uh, on the show. So if you have questions you want answered, that's where you can go ahead uh, and do that. Today, like I said, we're talking about cardio specifically. We're trying to figure out if running uh, and doing a long run in general can be detrimental for weight loss. So tune into this episode for more on that. And if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. A couple more things. Right now, we're in a weird freaking time with this coronavirus thing going on. Uh, A lot of us are cooped up at home. We don't have much to do. Uh, So if you don't have a lot to do, you can read free guides that we have available. Guide on protein, building better arms, what to do when your gym closes for coronavirus. There's a free guide on that. We also have a free ebook on how to build a faster metabolism. All of that stuff is absolutely free. It's all at PullmanFitness.com slash free. And then we also have another promotion going on. Uh, Our 12-week programs are available half off right now. So how that works is it's a do-on-your-own program, but I custom tailor it for you based on you, your goals, your history, and the equipment you have available. So if you're not in the gym right now and you're like, what the freaking heck am I supposed to do with two bands? I have no clue. Let me build that program for you. Uh, Like I said, the 12-week programs, are half off right now. If you go to PullmanFitness.com slash programs, you can use the code Corona50. That is right, Corona50 for half off at checkout. That's all I've got for you guys. Let's talk about cardio and what it can do to your weight loss goals. Yo, what's up, everybody? Today, uh, we're going to be talking about some cardio. So the question today is from Nolan6. And the question is, is it true that daily running and or a long run once a week is detrimental to weight loss? Well, um, yes and no. I I am so happy that someone uh, asked this question because I wanted to get talking about the cardio thing again because I feel that so many people misunderstand what I am talking about when it comes to cardio. Every, every, not everybody. A lot of people are like, well, I've heard what you have to say about cardio. Uh, And I am not anti-cardio, okay? I'm only anti-cardio when it's abused because then it makes fat loss harder. That's all. I don't want fat loss to be harder for you guys. I want you guys to have an easier time losing fat. If I make fat loss harder for you, I'm not doing my job and I'm a horrible trainer. I want to make it easier for you, okay? And doing chronic cardio can make it harder, but that doesn't mean that cardio is bad. You know, having too much caffeine can kill you, but that doesn't mean caffeine in and of itself is bad, all right? So we need to figure out, you know, when it's okay and when it's not. So let's first address um, what this individual is asking. So I'll state the question one more time. Is it true that daily running and or a long run once a week is detrimental to weight loss? So quickly, in and of themselves, no. 
A daily daily running or a long run once a week is is not detrimental to weight loss whatsoever in and of itself. Now there is a context where it can be detrimental to weight loss. And that is when you're running that signal that you're sending to your body when you're running uh, outweighs the signal that your body is being sent from uh, resistance training. The, the, body, the signal that's being sent to build muscle, build a faster metabolism, get stronger. When that cardiovascular signal outweighs your muscle building and resistance training and strength building signal, there is potential that it could be detrimental for weight loss. Now, this is not all the time. This is a general rule. Uh, so let's talk about why that is. Okay, When we do certain exercise, we get a signal from our body that tells it to adapt in a certain way. Okay, We all can clearly see that it's very obvious that our body adapts to the environments that we put it in. Okay, So those that lift weights are going to get bigger muscles. They're going to get stronger because they are telling, they are telling their body that they have to get better at doing this type of exercise. And in order to get better, that's how the body responds. Individuals who do long distance running, uh, they do cross country, they do things like that. The body responds and adapts by getting lighter. So it's going to lose body fat. It's going to lose some muscle tissue. Um, and it's going to do a better job of uh, burning calories. And what I mean by that is it's going to be more efficient. So it's going to take fewer calories and make them last a lot longer, okay? Because if we're doing long distance running all the time, it would be a disadvantage to be firing through calories because then we would run out of energy and possibly die. But if we're very efficient with calories, we'd be really, really good at that long distance running, okay? So that's the signal that you're sending to your body when you're doing both, when you're doing weight, weight training or running. You're sending two different signals. I mean, look at a sprinter, for example. A sprinter needs explosive, very strong, fast twitch muscles. They are very muscle-dense people, okay? They need those muscles to fire and move their bodies that fast, that quickly, and that explosively, all right? They would be awful, awful if they did long-distance running because they have so much weight to move around with all that muscle, Okay, and if you were to flip it, it would be the same thing. If a long distance runner, you look at a long distance runner, they're like feathers. Okay, they don't have a lot of weight. They can just kind of glide and do it for hours. They are so good at that. Their body has adapted to allow them to be so good at that. But if you told them to do a hundred yard sprint, they wouldn't do well because they don't have a lot of muscle and they don't have a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers. They would be horrible. They would get smoked by the sprinters. Okay, but that's just because their bodies have been told to adapt to be best at what they're doing on a consistent basis, okay? So going back to what I was saying earlier, if the signal that uh, your body is getting from running, long-distance running and cardio outweighs the other signal, there is a possibility um, that it could be detrimental for weight loss. That is because your metabolism becomes more efficient, which is a very, 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 very good thing. I think it's beautiful and amazing that our bodies were designed to be able to do this, to be able to run long distance, slow down the amount of calories that we're burning in order to last longer. That's unbelievable. Cars can't do that. Cars can't adapt and change miles per gallon based on, oh, well, I'm consistently driving on the highway all the time. I might as well become more efficient. And all of a sudden, a semi-truck has the fuel efficiency of a Prius. That's not how it works. But our bodies can do that. It's unbelievable, okay? Uh, it's a beautiful thing in and of itself. However... When we're trying to lose body fat and keep body fat off for the long term, 
a slower metabolism and being more efficient with calories can make it a lot harder. All right, here's why. In the context of modern life, modern life, the way it is now, we have food readily available 24-7. We, I can call Grubhub or order DoorDash and get 4,000 calories shipped to my door in 15 minutes. No problem, okay? We have food everywhere. Our lives are also extremely sedentary. We have everything we need right at our fingertips. We can communicate with loved ones via our phones, technology. We have TV. We have shows. Everything we could possibly need to entertain ourselves and do everything, send emails, talk, work, do work, business, whatever, it's all at our fingertips. We don't really need to do much. We don't need to go door to door. We don't need to go you know, walk to one business and sell and then walk to another business two miles down the road. We don't need to do that. We have everything we need at our fingertips. So this sets us up for um, a very easy fat gain. We're lazier. Okay. Even if we're not trying to be, we are because that's the way life has set us up right now. We're lazier and we have more food available to us. Now, if I take someone that burns, this is, the, this is, this is exaggerated, but it's just for the sake of this conversation. If I take someone that burns a thousand calories a day and I put them in this modern world environment that we are in now, they're going to have a very hard time losing body fat because it's really easy to eat more than a thousand calories in a day. Okay. And it's harder to burn calories because we don't really need to, unless we go out of our way to burn calories. We're not really going to burn that many calories in the day. If I take someone that can burn whatever, 2,200 calories a day, that person is going to have a much easier time losing body fat because it's harder. It's a little harder to eat, you know, 25, 3000 calories in a day in comparison to a little over a thousand. Um, and they're burning more calories at rest because they have more muscle tissue, which is probably why they're burning more calories. They're burning more calories just existing, okay? So um, I'm trying to remember where I was to go for full circle here. But uh, anyway, so bringing it all in, if in the context of modern life, we need to be able to burn a lot of calories at rest um, without doing a lot of manual work, okay? So if we have a very efficient metabolism, a slow metabolism, it's going to make fat loss really hard. Okay. Everybody knows how easy of a time that kid has that has a roaring metabolism. They never gain body fat. It's because they're firing through calories 24 seven. So cardio, when we do it too long, too often can make that uh, metabolism slow down. Like I said, which is a good thing in and of itself, but where it can make fat loss harder down the road potentially. So what do we do to combat that? We get a faster metabolism going. That's done through resistance training. That's done through strength training um, and weightlifting. All of those are pretty much the same thing. One in a, in a, one in a blah, 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 blah. They're all the same thing. Whatever you want to call it, weight training, resistance training, strength training, whatever. We're sending a signal to our body to get stronger and to build more lean muscle tissue. Okay, we This will allow us to burn more calories at rest. Not only do we burn calories in the workout, but there also is a signal that's telling our body to burn more calories by just existing. Okay. You take someone of the same weight, the same height, the same body fat percentage. Um, and one does chronic cardio, the other one weight lifts. I guarantee you their resting metabolic rate will be different. Um, nine times out of 10 favoring the person, uh, that lifts weights. They're going to burn more calories at rest. Okay. Now, when it comes to burning calories, we have two different ways. We have automatic calorie burn and we also have manual calorie burn. Automatic calorie burn happens when we just sit here. So me sitting here talking um, through, you know, the energy it takes to get my lungs to move, to get my heart to pump blood. I'm just burning calories. 
Okay, and then we have uh, manual calorie burn, and that comes from me going outside, going on a run, doing a workout, and things like that. We want to have the highest automatic calorie burn possible because that is going to make fat loss easiest because we want to make sure we're doing the least amount of work to get the most amount of change. You know, if I have someone that burns 2,000 calories a day, that's a lot, but they burn 2,000 calories a day and they do it just by existing and they're just kind of sitting there and their body naturally burns 2,000 calories a day without the added exercise that they're doing, they're going to have an easier time losing body fat than the person that has to get to burning 2,000 calories a day just from exercise alone and then has to do more to get past 2,000. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, So we want to be the person that just burns 2,000 calories. And like I said, 2,000 is a made-up number. But the point is we want to be the person that burns more calories in the day. And we do that by weightlifting. So going back to the original question of is it true that daily running or a long-distance run once a week is detrimental to weight loss? Uh, No, it's not. But if you are doing daily running, let's say you know, 30 minutes to an hour a day, and you don't do any any um, weightlifting long term. Yes, that can be detrimental to weight loss. It can be detrimental to fat loss. It, does that mean it's impossible? Absolutely not. But I'm going to bet my money uh, that it's going to be a lot harder. Okay, than if you did uh, strength training or weight training four or five days out of the week. You know, on a daily basis instead of that long run. Now, if you did, uh, let's say three to five weightlifting sessions a week, and you also did uh, one. Um, long run once a week, you're not going to make your fat loss any harder because your weightlifting signal, your strength and muscle building and metabolism boosting signal far outweighs your cardio, uh, more efficient, slower metabolism signal. Okay. In fact, I think it's really good if you have some cardio to complement the weightlifting that you're doing at least like 10 to 20% of the time. Uh, even if it's like four weightlifting, uh, sorry, four weightlifting workouts to one cardio workout. I think it's great that you do that because cardiovascular health is extremely important. Our heart needs to be healthy and having a little bit better endurance makes our lives easier. In fact, if you have better cardiovascular health, you're likely going to have uh, better results from your weightlifting. You know, if, if, if I do a set of eight reps and I'm completely gassed, and my rest period is 60 seconds, I'm not going to do well and get the best results if I'm going into my next set completely gassed, not able to lift heavier weight. But if my cardiovascular health is good, and I can do a set of eight heavy weight, um, and my heart recovers, and I'm ready to go without feeling completely um, annihilated by my next set, I can bump the weight up and lift more for eight reps. And it's going to enhance the benefits that I get from my uh, resistance training. Okay, so The whole point here is as long as your weight training and muscle building and metabolism boosting signal outweighs your cardio signal and your uh, metabolism efficiency signal, you're fine. I wouldn't worry about it whatsoever. Um, But if you are doing chronic cardio and you're not lifting weights, you're likely making your fat loss journey a little bit harder. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And if you have a question like uh, Mr. or Mrs., I don't know, Nolan6, you can submit your questions on my Instagram story every Sunday. There's a box there that says, ask me a question, and you can submit as many as you would like. I'll answer them in short on the story, as well as in long form in detail here on the show. Uh, Oh, and my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you can find me there on Instagram. What else? Uh, For free resources, free guides, uh, if, if you want to build a faster metabolism, we have a free guide, a free ebook actually on how to use training and nutrition to build a faster metabolism. It's called eat more, get leaner, and that's completely free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. 
uh, along with other guides, articles, and things like that. And if you want a custom made at home program because you're lost right now without the gym, uh, I'll tailor a program for you. So right now our 12 week programs are half off. If you go to pullmanfitness.com slash programs and use the code Corona 50 at checkout, you'll get half off and I'll write a custom tailored at home workout for you based on you, your goals, your needs, the equipment you have available, so on and so forth. Um, that's all I've got for you guys. Thank you for being here. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.